the Comedy Crossword Podcast. Well, as you guys know, uh, Greg has instituted a rule uh, on his own that whoever does better for a given week introduces the podcast. I never remember approving this rule or thinking it was a big deal, but Greg... uh, I guess we'll go by that. How, how did you do this week on the New York Times crossword puzzles? Brendan, let's just say uh, we could pull any random illiterate person off the street and they would be able to introduce the podcast before I would this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, welcome to another edition of One Down, the comedy crossword podcast. Greg, I got them all right this week. I went clean. I found it to be a difficult week. I was pretty proud. Uh, Now, what I'm not going to do is rub it in your face, as as you are uh, known to do when on I don't remember that. I'll I'll try to go back to the tape and check it out, but that doesn't sound like me. It sounds exactly like you. Uh, If if someone said, (laughs) what comes to mind when you hear the word Greg Warren I think most people would say, rub stuff in your face. Man, I I don't know who you're talking to. Was, I mean, there's probably a couple people out there who, you know, have it in for me, but uh, it just doesn't sound like me. But I'll go back to the tape and check it out, man. We should, you know, we should probably talk about the podcast, though, Brennan. This seems sort of pointless. Uh, uh, it was pointless. Uh, the last, the two times you ever went clean when you spent one hour and 10 minutes rubbing it in my face and calling me a quitter. That oh, was yeah. pointless. This, I don't know about that. You did quit last week. Um, <laughs> you did quit. <laughs> I you will say, carried into this week. <laughs> I do notice something though. Every time I beat Brendan, um, you know, he usually call me like around a Thursday or Friday and he'll say, uh, hey, man, I got to go real early on Sunday because he knows it puts a little more pressure on me and I can't get things done and I can't focus. It's just his way of trying to gain a little bit of an advantage. And it's it's my fault for letting him get in my head. But uh, well, let me ask you this, then, if that is my strategy, which it's not because I said we could go early or late. Let me ask you this. Was Sunday the only one you missed? <laughs> Oh, definitely not. No, <laughs> but I did. I think I did get the word from you on Friday, and that's when I started missing. Was Friday? Okay, all right. Well, and I, I put together a, a very nice streak of missing Friday, Saturday. I was what they call weekend dirty. Weekend dirty. <laughs> We're, we've got work week clean. For those of you that don't know, that's Monday through Friday. Uh, Greg went uh, weekend dirty, which is a new term. That's Friday through Sunday failure. Now, Greg, incidentally, I got- just sorry to interrupt, but uh, uh, we do say work week clean. And uh, I want to be forthcoming. And it's been a good 15, 20 years since. Brendan and I have put in any sort of a, a work week, uh, a normal, <laughs> any sort of a what a normal uh, working Productive human, human being. being would would uh, consider a work week. Uh, I, I I literally uh, I I take a siesta every day. I follow yeah. the Spanish model uh, yeah. where, where I don't work during the heat of the day. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I do want to mention this, Greg. This was cool. Got an update uh, from Rod. I don't know if he goes by Rod or Rodney. And uh, he creates these spreadsheets of us uh, for us of, uh, of all the uh, crossword creators since we have started the, the crossword. Now, I think this should be a, a kind of a reminder to, to you guys 
we are, uh, and we, we wouldn't like to be, we'd wish we had a higher level of fame, but we are extraordinarily accessible. Uh, so if you've ever got, if you, <laughs> it's, it's very easy to get in direct touch with us through Twitter or Instagram or anything like that. So if you ever have anything uh, you think would add to the podcast, feel free to reach out. Now, if, inter- Brendan, if Brendan loses uh, two more Twitter followers, he's going to start giving his phone number out on the podcast. Uh, uh, on the other podcast I ran when we were very, I run, I do uh, the Rad Dude cast very early on when we had no followers. Greg Stone gave out his phone number, <laughs> and now we have lots of followers, and he just gets calls from people that go back and listen to like episode five, and are like, and they, he goes hello, and they go, whoa. You actually gave out your phone number? (laughs) What are you, stupid? (laughs) Sounds like stone, man. Uh, But so Rod updated us with a spreadsheet, um, which is very cool. And I want to thank him for doing that. And uh, here's here's where we stand, uh, Greg. Uh, There's been a little shifting. Um, okay. Not, not too much. Uh, Eaton Solners is falling behind a little bit. We've got- uh, Ah, the notorious AES. Yes, uh, uh, Agard is, of course, at the top of the standings. Uh, he's got 10, 10 crosswords done uh, since since we started the podcast. Um, Trudeau and Chen, two of our favorites, yeah. they're, they're right there. They're tied with seven each. Now, Chen, a lot of those are collabos, but that's okay. They still count. I haven't seen Chen in a little while, though, man. I think he sat out for a month. He may, yeah, he may uh, ha- have taken a vacation, but uh, T- Trudeau and Chen are at seven, then Eaton Solner's right behind at six. Uh, and then there's a bunch of people at four, two friends of the podcast, uh, uh, Olivia uh, Mitra Framke is uh, has four, and then uh, Sid Sivakumar, who uh, actually on Twitter made fun of your Moses pizza joke from last week. Uh, he's at he three. fun of it, he just, he just didn't get it. He didn't get it. Well, uh, and uh, it, it was difficult stuff, to get. It, <laughs> <laughs> the, seeing intellectual, Moses, intellectual, is, intellectual humor. You've got, you've got to make the jump from uh, seeing Jesus in toast uh, to transfer Jesus to Moses and then transfer toast to pizza. It's very, it's, it takes a high and, and level. In a, a possessive form of the, uh, of Mo's, the, the guy that, uh, the doctor. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. It was, a, it, well, I loved it, but anyway, let's, uh, let's jump into Monday, September 7th. Uh, this was a Gareth Bain. Um, I thought Greg, this was a cut above your normal Monday theme because uh the there was a clue that said how t- how tall barbie is dot 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 or uh you know or a hint to the answers to a few clues and the 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 answer to that was about a foot and then the end of several uh answers were about a foot you had marble arch tic-tac-toe tar heel lemon sole so i thought Cut above in the cleverness compared to most Monday themes. I don't know if you caught the theme or agree, disagree. No, no, no. You caught the theme. I got the theme. Okay. <laughs> Do you agree? It's a little bit of cut of above, cut above a normal Monday. Or I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know Barbie was a foot tall. 
Yeah, I guess if I think about it, that makes sense. But if you would have asked me, I would have said about seven inches. Yeah. Um, it's good information. 15 across printing goofs. Uh, the answer is errata. Man, in the uh, sort of mid-90s, I was a, a salesman for uh, Procter & Gamble, as I've talked about. I did a lot of work over at Kinko's, and I never heard one of the Kinko's employees use the word errata on some of the some of the <laughs> printing goofs. It's uh, No, they were more, oh, what the? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Daryl, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you, you know, there's going to be errata every now and then, Carl. <laughs> hey, look, yeah, There man. seems to be a lot more errata, Daryl, when you take your break for three hours <laughs> yeah. and you come back drunk. Uh, hey, hey, look, brother. <laughs> Uh, you knew when you hired me there was going to be some errata involved, okay? <laughs> I said right up front, man. I said I'm pretty good, but sometimes there's some errata. Um, <laughs> 19 across, Greg. Brainy sort. This was a nerd. Who do they think does these puzzles? What is yeah. what what yeah. kind of advertising is that you're just insulting all of us? It's like, yeah. that's like if 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 Dick's Sporting Goods just had a commercial. You know who likes sports? Dumb jocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, although I will say in the last 20 years nerd has uh, you know, in the 80s if you're a nerd you're going to get picked on it. You know, these yeah. days nerd is is taken on sort of a more positive uh, connotation yeah to other nerds yeah i guess so man not to you me see, you seem a little different offensive did you well, get picked I, on no i did i get picked on are you kidding me i was a uh you were the one doing the picking on i was a degenerate no i didn't yeah. pick on anyone i left everyone alone but i uh certainly wasn't picked on uh by any means well mm, not true one time a bunch of kids took my bicycle up in a tree and repeatedly threw it out of the tree Wow, that's going to do some damage. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, but that was not nerd picking. That was older kids picking on a younger kid. 14 across, Blank Duvernay, who directed Selma. That's Ava. Now, Brennan, if you, uh, if you happen to have a daughter and you think she might have some aspirations in life, any aspirations and, and, and fame aids those aspirations name your kid ava ava air because you are going to get mentioned in the new york times crossword puzzle every other week oh yeah oh yeah i mean it's uh it's uh ava ava duverney ava gardner is it ava gardner is that the i other think one? it's ava gardner was yeah yeah, yeah uh, uh actress of you know classic film actress yeah Oh yeah, and even if they're not famous, palindromic women's name. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. e you've got Eve and Ava. You yeah, know? I would go with Ava. Though. I would Maybe go with Ava. Ava. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to get biblical, you know. And Eve, she she shouldn't have ate that apple. I always say. Yeah, I guess not. Man. Uh that uh, now uh, nobody ever talks about what kind of apple it was. No, that's the thing. I'd like to know: was it a Fuji, a Golden Delicious? You yeah. know. Uh, because that would change. If it was a Koru or a Jazz, I would have eaten that apple. No doubt yeah. about it. Oh, Those yeah. good apples. Those are good apples, man. Or, or what if about If you're talking a, about an off-season delicious, no thank you. No thank you. If you're talking about an overly sour 
Granny Smith, forget about it. No, no. Forget about not. it. Yeah. Um, 33 across, designer Oscar Blank. Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. Blank Renta. That's uh, obviously De La. Now, uh, De La literally translates to of the, you right. know, so it would be uh, probably of the house of so-and-so. But, uh, you know, so Oscar uh, De La Renta uh, literally trans uh, translates to Oscar of the Rent. Oscar De La Hoya, the famous boxer, that actually is kind of a cool translation because it, it um, translates directly to Oscar of the Pit, which is kind of cool, like fighting pit. You know, oh, he's, yeah, a, yeah. he's a doctor. And I've got a, I know you hate these, but I've got come up with a riddle for you, Greg. Who would okay. I who would I be referring to when I say Oscar De La Besura? Uh, I don't know. Besura translates to garbage can. Oscar <laughs> of the garbage can. <laughs> That's good, man. That is good stuff. Yeah. He That's should, really good. He should go by that. I think it, it improves his standing. Then, yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, Oscar the Grouch, he goes, excuse me, it's uh, Oscar de la Basura. De la Basura. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff, buddy. That's really good stuff. Uh, 52 across. How the surprised are taken. The answer is a back. I thought that was a really cool clue, man. It was a good clue. Great clue. Because um, it kind of, uh, it took me a while. Because I was thinking, where where do you take the surprise? Like, what, how are surprised people taken? You know, like, yeah. at night. You know, like uh, I don't know, uh, by by SEAL Team Six, uh, but it a oh, back. Oh, yeah, yeah. No matter how they're taken, um, Liam Neeson will get them back. He has a very particular set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Uh, do you think that ever works? Like uh, when you did when like because he's just good at getting things back. Do you think that ever works on a lesser scale when his wife's like, I can't f find my car keys. And he's like, these are not in my particular set of skills. <laughs> no, that is in his particular set of skills. He'll get them back. He'll get oh, them I back. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I have a very particular set of skills. Yeah. Where were you? Where did you last see them? <laughs> <laughs> um, 33 down UPS alternative DHL. DHL gets a little more credit than they're due, I think, on 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 the New York Times uh, crossword puzzle circuit. Uh, they're sort of the RC of shipping, you know. Well, absolutely, and they're not much of a person. They're not much of a uh, like a an individual doesn't use DHL. I think DHL more business to business. Yeah. It's more business to business. Yeah. So I, I couldn't agree more. They get a ton of play because it's a. Uh, I mean, you don't get that many words that are just three consonants you know sure. like it, it, it helps but yeah dhl uh overused 41 across japanese moolah that's yen um of course and that reminded me so uh my dad would go to japan a lot he had a japanese client a big japanese client and he'd go there a lot and uh it, it's by far his favorite country and his reasoning is Japan is the best. No one talks to you. 
And <laughs> I, I would go, do you think maybe they don't talk to you because you clearly don't speak Japanese? And he would go, nope, nope, no one <laughs> talks to anyone. They leave you alone in Japan. And that's the way it should be. You walk, you mind your own business. Nobody's talking to anyone. And that's right. That's all it takes for my dad to decide a favorite country is that no one talks to you. Uh, it's kind of interesting because he's, he's Irish, which they're, they they always talk, right? He is he is very much not a now my grandfather, one of my uncles are like completely Irish stereotypes. My dad is very much not and you know, he's not a drinker, he's not a gregarious, he doesn't meet strangers, like he's kind of the opposite of the, uh, the traditional Irish stereotype. Right? Uh you want to head to uh to Tuesday? Yeah, let's take a look at Tuesday, September 8th. This is a Kevin Christian and a Brad Wilbur. I don't recall working with either of these two. No, I think these guys are rookies, man. Um, And interesting theme. The theme was psycho. Uh, Psycho, the word, was split between two clues. One, of course, uh, Psy, our our favorite uh, singer uh, on this podcast. And then the other was Margaret Cho. And so that gave you Psycho. And then there was a bunch of things based off that. So you had uh, a quote from the movie, A Boy's Best Friend is His Mother. You had Anthony Perkins, the star. You had Norman Bates, uh, the main character. And then you had Alfred Hitchcock, the writer and director. So cool little uh, Psycho theme. Uh, Did you like the movie Psycho? Never saw it. It's interesting because like you watch it now, it's one of those movies where you watch now and it's not very shocking or crazy, but you right. could imagine when it came out, it was mind bending, like because yeah. it's stuff we've seen a lot now, but back then it was, uh, it was pretty, pretty cutting edge. Um, I like yeah, I, I, I should check it out sometime. It's, it's, you know, sort of horror film, right? Uh, and I, it's I don't a, it's like a, horror films. I, I, I would say it's more of a psychological thriller. Right. Um, than, than pure horror. Have they ever done a psychological thriller in Manila? Yeah, they did. Uh, it was uh, it was just uh, it was Liam Neeson was trying to find Manny Pacquiao. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was the, that's the only guy I know from the Philippines. <laughs> I pulled that so fast, Greg, and I couldn't. I knew it wasn't going to be funny, but I don't know any other. Uh, maybe I could have gone with the uh, Amelda Marcos. Yeah, uh, Arnell, that guy that uh, was uh, they took Steve Perry's place as the lead singer of Journey. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. man, yeah. should have gone with that. Should have gone yeah. with that. Or all of the people that used to work on cruise ships when they were going. That's all Filipinos. They all, they all, and those guys are the nicest people in the world and the hardest workers you can imagine. Well, yeah. I uh, there was actually a, um, a significant, um, and I know you. Uh, hate when i bring stories about this up but you you talk about being a a working for procter and gamble every podcast so there was a significant contingent of uh filipino workers when i worked in the salmon canning factory in alaska and uh when i got there uh the other workers said and there's this was this woman that would come every time every year every summer and they said wait till this woman comes she smokes cigarettes backwards and i would go what are you talking about? And they go, just wait. And I'd go, that doesn't make any sense. And 
there was a Filipino woman who would light a cigarette, put the lit end in her mouth, and just spit every once in a while. And that was her cigarette smoking technique. <laughs> it was crazy. It was like a circus act. And that was just, nobody knew why. Nobody had any explanation. She was just known for it. <laughs> I, uh, I've heard that story from you. I don't know if, whether it, it, it was on the podcast or not. But Let's uh, hope yeah. not. Go check the tapes. Yeah, I'll check the tapes, man. I'll, I'll take a look at it. Uh, 64 across, blank Z, uh, classic Camaro. And that's the IROC. And I remember um, uh, me and my friend Jackson were hanging out with this guy back in the days. He was another wrestler, a heavyweight. And uh, I can't remember. We were, you know, it was, I think it was like high school or maybe maybe like one of those summers when you're all home from college. And uh, and uh, he goes, uh, one time he goes, uh, we, we were hanging out at a convenience store or something, which, you know, you did that when you're in, in sure. high school. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, hey Jackson, man, can I can I borrow a dollar to get an ice cream sandwich? You know? <laughs> so he gave him a dollar. He got his ice cream sandwich, you know. And then uh, two minutes later, uh, one of those I rocks came by. And he goes, man, I got to get me one of those I rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson was like, man, you just borrowed a dollar for an ice cream sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh- Jackson, can I borrow a $23,000 for an IROC Z? <laughs> he said it like, he's like, man, I got to, I got to get me one of those IROCs. <laughs> and the thing about those IROCs, man, they had like a very small window of coolness too, yeah, because they yeah. quickly became like known by the time I was even in like elementary school those were known as the car the car of the guy who was too old to hang out with high school kids yeah, but was definitely. trying to hang out with high school yeah, kids yeah, like definitely. hey you guys see my car it's an irock <laughs> z like what are you talking about man you're 37 <laughs> um 62 across jack of all trades master of blank that's none uh this this is describes me to a T, Greg. Uh, except oftentimes, what they'll say about me is they'll say uh, Jack of about three trades, yeah. uh, master of none, and really a disgrace to all. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's a mouthful, right there. Yeah, that's a it's mouthful. a similar saying. It's a very similar saying. They've yeah. changed it a bit, but uh, I, I I find it just as just as flattering, really. I mean, I think you're a master of a couple. You know. Uh, thank you. I uh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, I've got a complaint to register, and I'd like okay. to see if you're on board or not. Um, sixty-five across mimic, and that is. Aper, A-P-E-R, enough yep. with trying to make this happen. Ape, apery, aping, it, it, it's not doing an impression. Uh, give it up. It's not going to catch on, okay? Nobody uses it. I think it's an older thing, and I, you know, and I, I, I wrote it down, too, because I'm just sick of it. You know, it's like they just keep doing it. I will admit, man, Kevin Pollack, who is one of the best impressionists in history uh he he used to say the word ape he, 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 i think he would he had to be like oh you're aping me uh 
uh, in his act. So and and he's a guy that is you know would be called an aper. So I I gotta I gotta give him a little credit. Yeah, and say, so okay, maybe it's, it's got to stay. You know, I don't care for it. I'm Maybe, sick of it. All right. Kevin I Pollock's the only one I've heard of it. And if it was anybody else, I'd be like, okay. But Kevin Pollock is technically right, right. one of the great apers uh, of our generation. He also know? is a um, he also is a old school comedy guy. So yeah, I have yeah. to respect that. If he says it, it means that it pro- that is a term probably embedded with some some history. You yeah. know, it probably came from. That probably came from you know uh, like the the Borscht Belt guys or Cat sure. Skills, you know. So yeah, I, I retract, retracted. Nah, I don't. I mean, I, I I I I'm sick of it, and I think you and I can be sick of it. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, now, Anthony Perkins. Uh, this was interesting. I looked into him a little bit because I was thinking because I had seen Psycho and he was excellent in Psycho and. Uh, he didn't really have a very illustrious career after that. He won an Academy Award before Psycho um, for, for, for a movie called uh, Friendly Persuasion. And then kind of kind of nothing for a long really? time. And uh, his, his wife, this was tragic, his wife died nearly 10 years to the day after he died. His wife died um, on one of the planes in 9-11. So oh, God, yeah, man. just kind of a really a, a, a Anthony Perkins kind of a tragic story. His own passing was 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 difficult. So um, yeah, do you think the acting uh, suffered when he got uh, distracted with the the restaurant, the breakfast chain? Yeah, that's the thing. And you know, he was chasing. He was just always chasing Bob Evans, and we all knew he was never going to get there. I disagree, man. I think I think Perkins has got him beat. Perkins over Bob Evans. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah. There's been a lot of controversial things said on this podcast. A lot. A lot. We don't we don't shy away from the issues, but I'll tell you right now, head, head to head, if there's a Bob Evans right next to a Perkins, I'm going to Perkins. All right. I'm going to have to test it out. I haven't yeah. been to either in years. I'm going to have to give it a test out. I'll rep- Well, I'm on a diet at the moment, but I'll report back when I get the chance. Uh, you heard it here first, Gre- guys. Greg I'll tell Warren. you one thing. If you're into baked goods at all, Perkins will kill them. Oh, do they do? Uh, yeah, that's right. They do pies and pies stuff. Pies, per- yeah. muffins, and all kinds of stuff, man. I-, I ate a whole pie at a Perkins one time. Why? Ah, uh, I mean, the first uh, half was probably because I was hungry. <laughs> and the second half was because you were sad. Yeah, probably. I, mean, I do yeah. that. I do that with pizzas a lot. It was uh, uh, back in the day when I still worked at, at Procter and Gamble. I was living in Cincinnati, but I was doing comedy. And uh, comedian Eddie Ift uh, came in town to headline uh, Go Bananas, and we were working together. And uh, back in the day, there was a Perkins right across from Go Bananas. And I, I went over to Perkins, and uh, it was late at night. And there was a French silk pie there. And uh, that was also, it was quite a while after wrestling, but there was about a 15-year period after wrestling where I was like, I'm going to eat stuff just because I don't have to make weight tomorrow. Right. So uh, I go, I go, man, I'm going to eat a whole pie. And Eddie was like, what? <laughs> I was like, watch me, man. I'm going to eat this whole pie. <laughs> well, and to your credit, you know, French silk goes down easy. That's not, yeah. it, you know, if you had said you ate some an Oreo pie or, or rhubarb, rhubarb, you know. yeah, Fr- French silk, that's kind of pudding, right? 
Yeah, it's a it's a pudding issue. I wish hey. I wish you wouldn't say it. it's it's a firmer pudding. You you wish I wouldn't say that. Do you do you have family in in the French silk pie industry? I just don't like pudding really that much, but I like oh. a French silk pie. All right. Well, let's take a look at Wednesday, uh, September 9th. Uh, this was Jacob Weisblot number. Uh, the theme. I don't know about this theme. It was uh, basically a bunch of clues that were 99 comma in blank. So and a instance, bitch ain't one. <laughs> that ha- that should have been an answer. That should have been an answer. That is not too offensive. They've they've put more offensive things. Yeah, in yeah. It's that like, should it's have been. Uh, so yeah, they had ninety nine uh, in chemistry. That was it's probably, un- it's probably there, there's probably some uh, misogynistic tones in that uh, uh, song. Tones. I think <laughs> You're right. Uh, I think there's uh, some some sort of misogynistic uh, underlying themes. You called her a bitch, man. <laughs> um yeah. Uh, so, for instance, 99 in chemistry was uh, the uh, Einsteinium. That's its uh, atomic number. And hey, man, if you're sort of, uh, if you're Einstein and uh, somebody else is bragging in the bar, that's kind of where you got them, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though you invented all these theories, you know, where you're like, okay, all right. Um, do you happen to have an element named after you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, I didn't think so. We'll uh, see you boys later. Yeah, yeah. You, is, is, he, he that he's in luck unless he's arguing w- with. Uh, there's a few other this is named after people, I believe. Uh, is there is there Newtonian? No, there's. But it, I think Marie Curie might have something. I don't know. There's there's definitely. Did you say, did you say uh, plutonium? There's Newtonium. not a guy named Tony that that was named after uh, Brendan. It's, it's, <laughs> you don't know Tony. The scientist, man, he was great. Uh, that, God, man, that's just mixing a lot of crap. Yeah, There's a lot of stuff it's coming in there, man. Throwing a lot of crap into a bowl. Uh, um, eight across, Greg. Yeah. Button whose icon consists of a triangle over a horizontal line. Yeah. That, that is eject. And I don't know if you know this, Um that is why they stopped putting cassette players into fighter jets, um, be- because guys were they were right? yeah they were hitting the wrong button. They were going. I was just trying to get my Billy Joel tape out. Next thing you know, I'm 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 uh, I'm, uh, I'm in a parachute in the the, the F sixteen the, the eight hundred million dollar F sixteen is crashing into the ocean. You know, I was just rocking out to the piano, man, and uh, yeah, to get these buttons straightened out. That's an excellent point, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good, man. Uh, hey, uh, 64 across December 1st, the answer is D-E-E. I don't get it. It's, it's what we hate. It's what we hate, Greg. What do we hate? When they s- spell letters? Bingo. You still can't get it? 
You mean the first letter of December yep. is what they're doing there? Yeah, yeah, that's what they're doing there. Protest? You're playing it under protest? Yeah, I am, but I got this puzzle. <laughs> now that, listen, ladies and gentlemen, that's integrity. A man who gives up a win. <laughs> he gives up a win. For- I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah, he doesn't want. He throwing doesn't want to win. Yeah, I'm throwing it back. I'm- uh, now, can I tell you possibly the most infuriating clue we've run into in the history of the New York Times crossword? Please puzzle. do. Thirty-two across. Stereotypical dog name that isn't actually used much, and that's Fido. This is the one. They decide to mention not actually used much. Uh, what? That's when they tell us that. Not not Aper, not EGAD, not ARG, not uh, the million things that aren't actually used much. Just Fido. That's the one time they decide, you know what? You better put a stipulation on this one. <laughs> it's not actually mu- You use words that aren't actually used much every single puzzle. <laughs> and it never says that. I and see where you're going here. Okay, every I didn't think puzzle, of it that way. every puzzle, yeah. and then Fido, yeah. which actually is sometimes used, they have to mention it. No, mention it every time. Then, well, it is kind of an interesting because it's like this. It, I, I don't know. The clue itself is it, it made sense. You got it right away. Of course, like, oh, nobody's of course. named Fido. Yeah, I mean, no dog. I never met a dog named Fido. Right. No, I get that, but you know how many things they say that aren't actually used much. I see where you're coming from, man. Um. I think you're mixing things up a little bit here, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. That it, it is, I get it. I man, you know, who knows anymore, Greg? The New York Times crossword puzzle it'll twist your brain. You it know? does, man. Yeah, it gets you, it gets you all mixed up sometimes. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna vote that we move on just because uh, we've got uh, we got a lot a lot to, to cover here, and uh, we got to sidetrack with uh, some more. Alaska stories earlier. You brought up a Procter and Gamble story. You said a Procter and Gamble story, so I don't want to hear it. Thursday, yes. September tenth, was it David J. Kahn? Uh, it was Beethoven themed. Um, they in all sorts of manners. First of all, Beethoven was one of the answers, and then thirteen across was the big one where you had. With 70 across, dramatic opening to 62 across, to 62 across is fifth. So 62 across. Yeah. So it was those two answers respectively were G, 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 and then you have to enter a rebus and enter E flat. Oh, no, you don't. F, 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 D. Now, this is crazy because Greg got the puzzle correct. And he just wrote in G-G-G-E, which is, yeah. I don't know if this was an app error or what, but hey, correct is correct. If yeah, app, I'm not going to take that win, man. I, no, I, I am. Like, you got to. You got to. If the app no, says you I, got it, you got it. It's a weird thing, man. I, I, I just gave it to you. I don't like, if, if you're going to do a rebus, you shouldn't have only one rebus in the puzzle, though, it's, you know? It, it, that, that's, uh, it angered me because, uh, well, uh, it, the down was what got it for me, where I go, oh, this has to be a rebus to make a deflate. But uh, I was like, how 
you're going to do one rebus either either it's a rebus puzzle or it's not a rebus puzzle uh, right and then on top of that so this was me and my personal nightmare because i don't know composers and i don't remember the names and stuff on top of that there were three answers with circled clues that were the names of his symphonies uh er- eroica pastoral and choral so it was beethoven themed all over the lot i still got it right but i was not enjoyable because i struggled with it Hey, let me ask you something, Brendan. You know, of course, 13 Across was uh, about Beethoven's fifth, right? That was one of the clues, Beethoven's fifth. It seems to me back in the day, these uh, these composers were, uh, they were a little obsessed with uh, an accumulation of works, you know, and, and the chronology of their works. Like, they, they seem... Oh yeah, oh yeah. So that was my uh, fifth. They named everything. That's my fifth, fifth symphony. That was my seventh symphony. <laughs> you know, like they're just like, uh, well, were they good? I told yeah. you I did seven symphonies, man. I've yeah. done, se- I've done, like <laughs> yeah. I've done seven symphonies. How many have you done? Yeah. And then somewhere along the line, they were like, man, these names are not that catchy. And one guy was like, I'm gonna name my symphony Crazy Train, and. Uh, <laughs> And it really, and everybody's like, I want to listen to that. And, yeah, and yeah. Beethoven's like, Well, how many has he done? How many has yeah. he done? He's done. He just, this guy hasn't done any symphonies. Yeah, yeah. I, I got this new symphony coming out. You're going to love it. It's called Purple Haze. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and also, yeah, you never, you never, the first, it's never like, uh, Hey, did you check out Steve's first symphony? No, of course I didn't. Okay, but tell me when he gets to four. Yeah, maybe yeah, I'll listen yeah. to the first. Then, <laughs> yeah, I'm not listening I... to his first symphony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you want to listen want... to my first comedy set? I promise yeah. you, you don't. Yeah, you know. But I wonder to what degree that was something put on them because they all did have names, you know. So, like, uh, I wonder. If that's just what well, history... Well, that just ruins the bit. Well, but I'm saying, <laughs> could that, like, going, f- like, in, in, in like, 500 years, is it going to be like, hey, uh, check out... Uh, check Pastoral. Out yeah. tu- check out Tupac's fourth. You yeah, know, like, yeah. is, oh, it, yeah, yeah. is yeah. that just going to be what history does to things? Like, yeah. you know, have, have you listened to Size Third? Oh, you mean Gangnam style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting, man. Um, yes, and I knew it would ruin the bit. That's why I let the bit play out fully. I let it get to its natural conclusion, and then I tacked that on as a historical note so that no one thinks, you know, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, you still undercut me, man. I didn't undercut you. I never undercut you. You're my mentor. Uh, 52 across, blank ball. It's Nerf ball. Uh, this reminds me of uh, when I was in high school, and uh, this guy transferred in. I think our junior year, David McVitie, David McVitie, yeah. and uh, Coach Coach Washington was talking. To, and McVitie was a character, man. Yeah, and uh, he talked like this, man. I'm McVitie. I'm McVitie, man. Day-ay-ay. And uh, Coach Wa- Coach Washington, Coach Sharon Washington, he goes, McVitie, what kind of football experience do you have? Nerf. (laughs) (laughs) That's great, man. My my dad always 
had a soft spot uh, for my my best friend Charlie because when Charlie transferred in to uh, Cleveland Heights High School, which by the way Cleveland Heights was mentioned yeah, comes in this up puzzle, yeah. which I was born and raised, so I appreciate that. Uh, but uh, uh, you know Charlie played soccer, and uh, my dad he always loved him because the first day he showed up. Um, at you know uh, the the two a days when we would do our uh, uh, our summer summer camp, you know, uh, my dad goes, "Hey, welcome. You, you any good?" And Charlie goes, "Nope." And, <laughs> <laughs> and my dad always loved him because he wasn't, you know, he was, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and it was cool. He wasn't good, but he he transferred from this school called Euclid, and uh, you know he never he never saw a lick of time on uh on the euclid squad right never right. never played his freshman year he transferred in sophomore year and uh he was on jv at heights and and everything but we play euclid you know and my dad goes charlie and during the week he goes charlie you're starting center forward varsity what? this week <laughs> <laughs> just to just to show his old school Wow! <laughs> yeah, it was the wow. best. He That's loved great. it because these That's guys, a really cool these thing, guys man. gave him no playing time. <laughs> he shows up, come, what comes out in the field? They go, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> we beat him. We beat him nine nothing. You know? <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really funny. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about uh, one down, Greg. Supervisors, uh, and they. Uh, it was. MGRS that's managers. Yeah. Now when when I went to college uh there was a band that was really good at my college called The Management. And uh they were a college band, they were great. Friend of mine was their drummer. Uh come to come to graduation, my buddy who's the drummer goes, "Hey fellas, like this was great. We were great. I got to get a job. Like I'm not we can't just chase this dream. I got to get a job. Well, the management shortened their name to MGMT and became uh, one of the biggest uh, electronic rock bands of the uh, 2010s. Wow. <laughs> and my friend my friend walked away like, no, I got to get man. a job. I got to. No yeah, way, MGMT is, was huge. I think they're still pretty big, but I mean, they were huge. Like you would recognize some of their songs. They're not the wow. name. Yeah. Yeah. He walked away. You ever Come talk on. to him about but, it? No, no, we're not that close, but like he was basically like, get real guys. There's no, there's no future in this music business. Uh, that's great. You, you want to hit Friday, man? Let's hit Friday. Um, uh, Friday. God, that was a tough puzzle, man. Friday, September 11th. Well, of course, man. Look who you're dealing with. It's Agard and it's uh, Caitlin Reed, who in our, her own respect is 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 a top of the line. So, of course, it's going to be uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I almost got – I mean, I struggled so hard. I just didn't want to be a Brendan on this one, and I didn't want to quit, so I just kept trying. Put it in an hour 56, and I got, I got beat on – whole blood you know whole blood was confusing to me too in fact i when i had it in i thought for sure it was going to be wrong i was surprised when i was right uh whole blood was a weird answer um 16 across greg where to visit the uss arizona memorial that's oahu um now uh my irish grandfather jerry uh one time my uncle bill took him to the Pearl Harbor Memorial. 
And my, my grandpa Jerry, uh, who's Irish, was taking pictures and enjoying the Pearl Harbor Memorial. And at one point, uh, he goes to my Uncle Bill. He goes, look, look at it. I can't do an Irish accent, but he goes, look at all these foreigners just taking pictures of, of, a, of a tragedy. And my Uncle Bill goes, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> he was an Irishman at the Pearl Harbor Memorial taking pictures, mad about the other people taking pictures. That's Just funny, man. Totally. I mean, he was, he had no problem. He was, he would, a walking contradiction. Like he was in a wheelchair and we were driving one time and a guy with a limp in Ireland walks across the street and he goes, hey, look at this gammy leg feck. And it goes, first of all, <laughs> none of us know what a gammy leg feck is. Second of all, you can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh, I think you and I both know a guy like that, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> a very much like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shout out to uh, our good friend Dan McKenzie from yeah. the St. Louis Funny Bone Box Office. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give him a call. <laughs> yeah, call the Funny Bone on <laughs> Thursdays uh, and just talk to him in the box office. He will insult you, yeah. and he will he will insult you and insult himself worse when he's insulting you. <laughs> yeah, unknowingly. Uh, <laughs> 54 across face covering of sword acne. That's a pretty good clue, man. Great clue. Uh, man, there was a lot of good clues in this puzzle, Greg. I actually want to run a couple by you Yeah. Uh, before we make the decision. Um, also, okay. there were some hot ones on Sunday. There but, was. Uh, I thought it came down to these two for clues of the week, okay? Okay. I thought it came down for two, uh, 22 across. What, are you getting out the harmonica before I approve? I always hold the harmonica, but I don't play it till Greg ratifies. Everyone knows that. Uh, 22 across, bobs and weaves. And the answer was dues, hairdos. I thought that was genius. Bobs and weaves, you're never going to think about hairdos. Uh, great misdirect. Okay. Negative. Wow. Okay. Negative. Uh, they just use dues quite a bit, man. That's the only reason I'm going against it's true. it. They, it's true. They do. They it use. They true. go to dues and they and, and they and whenever they use dues all the time. I know, and that's why I think this clue is so great. They use dues all the time, and this was a clue that was worthy of dues and was it what it, it, it was hard. It was. You hard. don't have my support. I don't need it. Uh, but I, yeah, you do. I need it to play the harmonica. That's yeah. true. Uh, now what about 50 across right columns, question mark? And the answer was edit. It's a good clue, man. That's an amazing clue. I'm giving it. It's a great it, clue. You're giving it the clue of the week? I don't know. What do you, what do you got to go against it? Uh, I thought acne was pretty good. Let me see if I got something else here. Um, I can get with that one.
Caitlin Reed and Eric Agard, you have won the one down clue of the week for 50 across right columns. Please contact us for your prize. Currently, there are no prizes, but we are working on that and we probably won't get any. But are we working on that? I'm looking into stuff or just stuff I got around the house. You know, I'll send them something. Yeah. Uh, if they ever get at me, uh, 48, maybe we should have some gift, like, uh, some like cool certificates printed up or something like award certificates, plaques or something. I don't know. Yeah. You know, Agard's got a lot of plaques. I don't know if he'd put our plaque. (laughs) I have a plaque from our podcast. That's true. That's true. Uh, 48 across plot device that prompts a protagonist to piece things together. That is amnesia. Greg. Uh, yeah. Now, as you know, our listeners may not know, uh, I have, uh, I, I do uh, uh, struggle with uh, depression and I have had um, electroconvulsive therapy. That's shock therapy. And that will, uh, you do lose some memories uh, when that happens to you. So I, I, I live this uh, plot device, uh, Greg. And it's very interesting because uh, what happens is uh, it's not what you think. Because you don't wake up every morning and just run through every memory you have. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know what memories ECT has taken from me until I need those memories. Like I was on the road and I went to see John Wick 3 and the movie started and I go, ah, they took John Wick 2. They John Wick, John Wick. You know, they that they 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 took John Wick too. What do you mean? I, I mean, get it. the memory was gone. The memory of John Wick two was gone, and I didn't realize it till I saw oh, John they Wick took, three. Yeah, okay, yeah. So you didn't get you 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 lost all of John Wick two. I lost all of John Wick two. Ah man. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what happened to John Wick. Pretty much, they took his dog, but. Uh, you know, it's a weird thing. It's a weird, uh, it's a weird experience. Uh, but I got to see John Wick two again, so it's kind of a that's cool. That's really it, cool, man. It's kind of a plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think if you were more familiar with John Wick, that joke would have hit a little harder. I saw John Wick. Well, I, I, I they John Wick, John Wick. That's funny. They, where they killed a, a dog. Well, they killed the memory, you know. They they did they, they did to my memory what they did to John Wick's dog. Yeah, thank you, man. I hope they didn't do something to your joke structure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. That was a, that was a cheap shot. It was a cheap shot. You don't deserve that. Do you, you don't deserve that from your friend. Do you know what the uh, doctor? Do you know what the doctor told me when I asked him how ECT works? I swear to God, he goes, "Ah, oh, no one knows, man." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Man," the guy said, "Man." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Five down, alternative to seven up, Fresca, once again. I think I have uncovered it. They have something against the Coca-Cola company because Coke never gets mentioned, and now they're wronging Sprite. I mean, Uh, every person that did this puzzle must have wrote in Sprite at the beginning. Every single person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sprite's Sprite's bigger than seven up. I remember when it sort of passed up seven up. 
Oh, it's it, now in it, for me growing up. I mean, it's always been way bigger than seven. Right. Seven I, mean, up, I remember. When, I remember when they introduced it. You know. Yeah. I mean, Seven Up. You barely see Seven Up anymore. Yeah, and then Pepsi tried to come in with something. It was uh, they came up with a couple things. A slice, which I always thought was good. It wasn't really a. You know, it was a white soda, but it wasn't a. It wasn't. It, it was too fruity to to be like a. You know. A seven up, and then uh, Sierra Mist, which I don't think has ever really uh, gone anywhere, right? Well, I, I, I'm, uh, I, the problem for me with Sierra Mist, it's too, it's too, it's got too much of a Mountain Dew flavor, and I don't like Mountain Dew. Sierra okay. Mist, they went, they went over the top with the sugar. I think yep. you know Sprite yep. and Seven Up. I actually prefer Seven Up to Sprite. I find it really? a little less sweet, uh, but yeah, it's, it is probably. It's, it's it's hard to find. Um, I'd probably just go with a ginger ale if I was going to have that, you know, sort of in that family of sodas. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I I'm a big I'm a big uh seltzer water guy. So I I'm a I'm a LaCroix, I'm a, you know, uh Oh yeah. They they got the Polar, uh all that stuff. I I like the seltzer water, but uh I don't know. You want to check out Saturday? Sure. Sure. Uh, another one I felt was very difficult. Uh, yeah, this was the hardest of the week for me, time-wise, by far. Um, I, I, I thought this was one of the hardest puzzles of the year. Yeah. Um, this, uh, September 12th, it was a Ryan McCarty, and I believe that we've had trouble with a Ryan McCarty puzzle before. I think he's a notorious, difficult puzzle maker. He's like that teacher. Everybody's like, oh, I hope you don't get so-and-so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Um, 15 across, component of ants on a log, celery. Brendan, first of all, I, I, I don't know what this food item is, okay? Um, I didn't. Of course, when I did the clue, component of ants on a log, I'm thinking, well... It's either ants or log, <laughs> uh, but that you know, I didn't, I didn't get the answer, and I had to do solve on this, and it was celery. And then I looked at it. Have you ever had this? I did, and it's a classic trick. It's a classic trick on children, which I don't stand for, and that's that's to take two terrible foods, <laughs> add in <laughs> one good food. And give it a fun name and think a kid will eat it. It's just my mom always, you know, she did peanut butter and celery, and I had no problem with it. I thought it was good, but then putting raisins on top, it's just disgusting. It's disgusting. I I, I think raisin, I'm not a big, I mean, raisin bran, okay. And then raisins, okay. I don't like it in much else, man. No. And I mean, the only thing worse than raisins, you ever see those freaks that eat those little golden raisins? Like, don't yeah, yeah. Pro- I don't. I don't mind them again, but not on celery, and it's not, not. I don't like them in stuff. Well, I also don't like. Don't make a clever name to try and trick me. Like, hey, that's not broccoli. That's a. That's the gnomes forest. No, it's broccoli. <laughs> it's broccoli, mom. <laughs> um, uh, oh, wait a minute, man! I think we gave out that. Clue of the week too early. Okay, well, hey, we've never been beyond giving two clues of the week. What do you got for me? 16 across, flash setting, DC Comics. I thought that was a good clue, man. Ryan McCarty, you've won a double one-down clue of the week, uh, the second of the week. Uh, Again, contact us for your prize, although there is none. Um... (laughs) 
Yeah, that was great because I was thinking camera. I was thinking, I was even thinking dirty. I was thinking, okay, are they playing this like borderline, you know, because they do sneak in some borderline lewd stuff. So I was saying, right. are they thinking some sort of flat, you know, trench coat? Expose. Something? Yeah. yeah, something like that. So, and then DC Comics was just a fantastic <laughs> answer. What uh, would be what would be a setting for a flasher? Downtown area? Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> uh, any, any, anywhere in the city of New York. Uh, <laughs> anywhere, anytime in the city of New York. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Do you know what they're doing now in New York, which is crazy? Uh, this is the new flashing. This is a, this is how this is how uh, the flashers are using technology, Greg. They're doing uh, you know you can have your phone set uh, airdrop. Oh, to, they're just sending to, you pictures. Yeah, you can have airdrop to um contacts only or you can have airdrops to everyone and so these freaks on the train if people have their airdrop to set to everyone they're just sending lewd pictures of themselves to anyone on the train it's like oh god it's ridiculous that's a that's that's awful Yeah. yeah um and you know um i didn't do it for that long Yeah, I'm boy. just kidding. I never did that. Uh, See, this is how hard this puzzle was. 30 down, hiss. The answer is sibilate. Come on, man. Sibilate? What is that? I don't know what that word is. Also, who who said that was needed? When the guy, some guy was going, hey, you hear that snake hiss? Yeah, we better come up with a scientific term for Yeah, it's hiss, man. It sounds like hiss. It just hissed. Or it could have just yeah, it could have been I don't know, man. It's you know sibilate. Come on. Sibilate. Man. Um They're just trying to be too difficult, I think. What's well, seven across collection of offers, the mob? I don't understand. Oh, beautiful clue. This was a uh this was definitely uh, up for a clue of the week. Um it's a group of people who will off someone. Oh, wow, man. Yeah. Great Sheep. clue. Great clue. That's a good clue. Yeah. Yeah. Really tough, but great, great clue. I thought that's wow. a man. Wow. That's a good one. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. That, yeah. uh, you know, that, that he got me. He got uh, me. Um, now 10 down is groupie. And the answer is mega fan. Yeah. Greg, I won't get into the specifics here. Uh, but I feel like a groupie has some connotations that go above and beyond your standard mega fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I, I'm a Cleveland Browns mega fan. Not going to perform the duties of a groupie. Right, I understand what you're saying. You, know, yeah. you feel that's a little misleading. You think that's true? You don't think that's what groupie implies? Ah, uh, not necessarily. It's it's certainly uh, you know. You're not. It's not a a, a stupid observation. I all. think it's. I think it, I think groupie has those connotations almost every time I've ever heard it. Well, no, I just because I've had like uh, like friends of mine. They're like. We're gonna go see Greg. Where is groupies? I'm like, uh, from my recollection, you're not. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, exactly. I, yeah, I know what you're going, but I think yeah. a lot of people use groupie 
uh, probably a little looser than you do. Yeah, I yeah. I use it very tightly. And you if do. you and if you say you're a groupie, it's not a contract, Brendan. Uh, no, no, no. I I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I I don't yeah. know what I'm saying. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a married man. What I'm telling you is stop saying it. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Sunday, man. Uh, uh, Sunday, September 13th. This was Mary Ellen Uthlot. The um, title of the puzzle was Final Offer, which actually was a really clever title because <clears throat> it was common phrases with ER left off the end. So in other words, the final... Uh, Final part of the word uh, off er. So final offer was a very clever uh, name for the puzzle. I just give you one example because there were several. But for example, uh, twenty three across. Always glad to be seated in the back of the boat. The answer was happily ever aft instead of happily ever after. So there were several uh, like that. That's the one that I. That's the one I didn't get out of all those. Uh, that, yeah, I got I got all the other uh, you know theme clues, but that one couldn't get. And I've been on I worked on cruise ships a little bit, and I never know what they're talking about. Yeah, aft, yeah. bow, forward. I don't know. Yeah, what is, what are the sides called? Go, go to lead, uh, uh, like mac star, and cheese starboard. is a popular side. Then you uh, <laughs> also fries. I tend to go with like steamed vegetable stuff like that. Uh, yeah, you think there's ever like a new guy on the wheel, and they're like, "Hey, hey, hey!" I said, "Turn starboard, starboard," <laughs> and he's like, "I don't just say right, man. Just say right." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just say right. Uh, Fifty-three across. Subject of uh, Walter Lord's "A Night to Remember." And that's the Titanic. This seems kind of like an understatement, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, uh. Hey, man, we're not going to forget this anytime soon, huh? <laughs> you know, like, you know, like how, how we're all sinking in the middle of the Atlantic right now. Yeah. This is memorable. Yeah, it's, it, it, if it's nothing, it's memorable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 77 down, Stark, who was crowned king in the Game of Thrones finale. The answer is Bran. Brendan, did you watch Game of Thrones? I was furious at this because it was a spoiler. I I didn't finish it. I haven't finished it yet, so they spoiled it for me. Yeah, Bran. Bran was king. Um, now, did you hear about the new uh, <coughs> spinoff they're doing of this series? No, no. It's a. Um, it's like a kind of a little bit of not really a prequel, but sort of. Basically, they're they're because you know you have all these characters in Games of Thrones, and you give all of them a little bit of attention. This one is all about Bran and his early years, and you know what it's called? What? Raisin Bran. Uh, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe maybe a, a little much set up on that one, but uh. <laughs> well, they're doing. Did you hear about the other one they're doing? No, no. So you know, John Stark, of course, he was uh, on the wall, right? But there, yeah, he actually um, after that he had he had quite a few. He, he was given a, quite a few odd jobs and different things to do, and uh, they would they would kind of shuffle him around and and uh, take advantage of him, and uh, they're, they're doing a whole series on that called Using the John. 
I didn't have a lot of time. God, I, man, that was, <laughs> I, I felt like I should laugh because you laughed at mine. Well, no, I that didn't. Was, I, that was terrible. I didn't have enough time to think of one. I th- could have thought of a better one if I went no, through all I, the characters. No, I mean, th- 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 that was bad, man. Well, but that, I, I, yeah, I, I that was say quick. It. You I, wrote I was, I, You I was, wrote yours. Yeah, I know. So just don't say one. Well, I was trying to do a, uh, get a series going. Try harder or something, man. I know. What You're are just some about the ruining the podcast here. We had such a great episode, and you pull this John using John. What? Come on, using the John, using, using the, the John. John. Yeah, it was terrible, man. It wasn't good. And let me tell you, Raisin Bran was silly, but at least it, there was something to it. Raisin Bran was great, and using the John. <laughs> Trust, I knew it was bad as soon as I started saying it, but what am I going to do? Then just bail. Just say, hey, man, I was going somewhere here, and I don't want to waste your guys' time. Uh, I want to end on this, Greg, and then I'll let you have your final clue, your final say. Uh, first of all, I'd like to remind the listeners, once again, I went clean. Greg Warren did not. 65 across, <laughs> grape nuts maker, post. Uh, I got no jokes to say about this other than that is the worst cereal. It's not grape. It's not nuts. It's cat food. It's little hard pebbles in a bowl, and they don't get softer with milk. It's disgusting. It's horrible. Don't eat grape nuts. I kind of like them. It's been a long time, but you would like them. You would like them. I don't know. Well, my mom wouldn't let us have the sugar stuff. Man, so neither it, would mine. I, she but called, the she, uh, it was a nice. It was, an, it was an interesting texture. I liked them. I'm, in fact, mom, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get some pretty soon. My mom said no snacks. Snack cereal. She called it snack cereal. No snack she's, cereal. She's right. Yeah, yeah. She's probably right, man. Yeah, they're not healthy. Those cereals. Uh, seventy-five across drinks usually drunk with straws. Those are malts. Is that how you drink your uh, malts, Brennan? Uh, f- yeah, I usually drink them with a straw at the uh, soda fountain in 1951. <laughs> <laughs> Call them a malted? Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know how I drink mine? Oh. Silly straws only. Oh, I like that. I like yeah, yeah. that. Although they're, yeah. a little si- they're a little thick to make it through the loop-de-loop, but I guess you've got good power. Yeah, I, I, I got good power, uh, and, and I bring my own silly straw everywhere I go, actually. That's yeah. good. That's environmentally always, friendly. Always, always travel with a silly straw. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've got to. How silly is your straw? How many loops are we talking? Real silly, Brendan. Yeah. We're talking okay. about seven loop-de-loops. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. I don't like these guys trying to come off like they got a silly straw, but it's got one loop, and you go. My straw, my silly straw is so silly. Uh, in the middle of the straw, there's a hole, and I don't get to drink any of the malts because it just goes flying out. And oh, uh, that's very. People are like, silly. "What do you do? Why are you even ordering?" Uh, 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 malt anyway. I'm like, what? To be silly, to be, yeah, a, to be silly. absurd. You know? Yeah. Can't you yeah. see this is hilarious, you idiot? <laughs> now, Ada Cross, developer of 1982's ET, a video game so bad that hundreds of thousands of cartridges were secretly buried in a New Mexico landfill, and the answer is Atari. I figure. Somebody wanted to make a point here. They, there's a, a lot of different clues that could have got you to Atari, but they, <laughs> they, they, they just wanted to, somebody bought that game and is mad about it, and, and they're going to skewer Atari here. Well, that, that game is notorious in video game lore as something happened, basically, and they just put out a game that was unfinished and unbeatable and horrible. And nobody really knows why. There's documentaries on that game. And they were like, 
they had they had to cover for themselves so fast. They wanted to like pretend that they didn't make that many, that they knew it was bad. Because otherwise, you could have just thrown them out. They right. literally buried them in the <laughs> desert to be like, no, 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 we knew. We only made like 100. Like, we, we, we don't, there's none. Don't go in this area of the desert and start digging because there's none there. Uh, <laughs> That's great, man. I, had yeah. known, I, I didn't know this. Yeah, it's like universally recognized as the worst video game by far of all time. It's just, it's horrific. Um, 82 down animal for which the Canary Islands were named. And that's dog. It's, it, uh, I looked it up. It's cause basically, you know, canine dog canaria or something like that. Actually, you know, you know, whatever language that is, it, uh, it translates to dog. Now, um, do you know what they named, uh, the Island where there were a bunch of dogs, Brendan? What? It was dog Island. <laughs> they back back before uh they knew how to like uh i think i may have brought this up once before but back before they knew how to like responsibly run a zoo uh when i was a little kid in cleveland uh they had this thing at the cleveland zoo called monkey island and it was just this giant oh, yeah. concrete island with yeah. their entire stock of monkeys. I think Just, we had one in St. Louis. Yeah. I think there was a monkey island there. Th there was no separating monkeys based on it. It was just take every monkey we got, put them on that island. They might kill <laughs> each other. I don't know. And it was just it was just gorillas, chimpanzees, little guys, everything they had in an island with a moat around it. And that's how zoos should be run. I always say. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Peter. <laughs> Peter goes for that these days. Zoos are a little different now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally used to be able to feed the seals at the uh, Cleveland Zoo. They'd give you a. You could buy a snow cone cup filled. Yeah, with, I, I remember doing that. It was filled great. with sardines, and uh, we stopped doing it. And uh, I asked the guy. You know, I was in like high school, and I had come back, and they didn't do it anymore. And I go, I asked the guy, I go, why can't you feed the seals anymore? And he goes, Ah, man. They just learned to just eat anything that people threw in. So people were like throwing batteries and stuff. Ah. And it's like the crazy part about that, Greg, is nobody has batteries at yeah, the you zoo. Had to, yeah, exactly, man. You, you <laughs> came with batteries. You came with, you were like, oh, you want to go to the zoo? Yeah, let me just uh, take the double A's out of the remote because <laughs> I hate seals. Uh, yeah, it was sick. It was sick. Uh, but that's good anyway. You shouldn't be feeding animals at the zoo. They'll get fat. Uh, hey, man, remember that time uh, we had to re-record the podcast because you uh, your your batteries went low and instead of buying some, you, you, you took batteries out of your remote and then that those didn't work either yeah okay i was just checking let's see you know you said you forgot some stuff i want to make sure you yeah it's been one down <laughs> <laughs> the comedy crossword podcast uh you can follow us uh on twitter by the way we're, we're really loving all this interaction we're getting on twitter um Follow us on Twitter or, or Instagram or check us out on Facebook. It's uh, uh, One Down Podcast. Um, and do us a favor. Uh, if you enjoy what we're doing here, um, we have a great time bringing this to you every week. Um, 
uh, just review the podcast, uh, rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. All those things really help. Um, they really we, help. They yeah, really help. And, and we really do appreciate you listening. And uh, I'd like to make a sincere apology for using the John. Uh, not a good joke. So please accept my apology. I'll take it under consideration. <laughs> One Down is hosted by Greg Warren and Brendan Ayer, produced and edited by John Baldwin. Our theme song is written and performed by Henry Phillips. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. One Down, the comedy crossword podcast.